Adam, I'm the lead singer of the band The Fallen State. It's great to be chatting to you. Congratulations on the recent release of The Awesome River. How Thank you. are you with the response so far to this killer single? It's been great, you know, um, really positive. Um, you know, we, we didn't know what to expect because, again, with this single, it's a little bit of a, a turn from uh, the last one again, a little bit of a different sort of vibe. Um, so, we, again, we're really happy with the response and how, how well it's gone down and how um you know fans and media and everyone's responded to it yeah we're really really pleased with it so where's the video shot and will the story continue with the next video oh well maybe possibly who knows um the 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 video was shot uh all in 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 north devon um the the tarka trail um and then the dairy factory um at you have to forgive me because I'm from the north, not from Devon. So I think it was um, I think it's Torrington, I believe, the dairy factory. Um, okay. I was shot in there. It was just sort of abandoned and looked really cool. Um, but yeah, the, for the second time, the second video um, for the second single we brought out this year um, has been shot uh, once again in, in North Devon. So when does the album actually get released between Hope and Delusion? Uh, well, we're hoping uh, we're looking at uh, a release later this year, maybe around October. Um, all being well and, and things going to plan, um, yeah, it'll be later this year. We're looking forward to getting it out, but hopefully we're going to get a, at least at least another single out between then and now. So, um, but yeah, we're thinking towards the end of the end of the year, sort of late October, maybe. So you've been with the band since August two thousand and twenty. Has it been an easy process to fill someone else's shoes? It's been a, a a fairly good process and fairly um, straightforward. Is is what you could expect for, given the fact that not only is it a band replacing a, a singer, it's also we had the global pandemic at the same same time, so it made it a little bit of a struggle to, um, you know, get together as you normally would outside of all that. But it's been good, and um, the band, I think the band are happy with how it's gone, as as I am very much so. That um, it's been such a simple process, and and that. That there's been no real stress related about it. It's been actually really simple to do. I mean, of course, I'm replacing a singer that was very well respected and and did a great job before. Uh, so I'm just you know to pass the baton on to me sort of thing was you know I realised the magnitude of um, you know songs like Nova and and things like that, that that people have a lot of personal connection to. So it's on my shoulders to to be able to deliver it live and um, which is cool and I'm looking forward to it. Um, I was I was basically a fan of the band before I joined, um, supporting them before I joined um, with an old band called The Lost Days. Um, and yeah, so it's, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting out live when we're allowed to and, and playing shows and doing the old songs justice, hopefully, and um, yeah, and getting on with our, our new stuff as well from this new record. Yeah, mate, it's been a really hard time to be an artist, as with everyone else struggling with COVID. How frustrating has it been for you guys? I mean, do you think gigs and that will ever return to any sort of normality? I think we're all living in hope for the, you know, the gig side of things. Of, you know, come, may, will it be in June? Who knows? But um, we're all hoping so and hoping at least that later on this year that we might be able to, uh, you know, get out and, and do a show or two. Um, but we are looking forward to it. And, and, and it has been a stressful time ever since... Um, you know, ever since the start of the pandemic, because this is the longest I think any of us have not played a show for since we first ever started playing shows. It's it's crazy. It's, it's like I don't know what it's going to feel like 
going back to it, I think it's going to be a bit strange. And I, th- I don't know how people are going to be, like, you know, fans and stuff. I don't know how they're going to react. Or uh, It could go one of two ways, you know. I, I'm open, and I think a lot of people think that when gigs get back to normal um, and you're allowed as many people in as you want, I think I think people will go mad for it because I, I would... You know, as soon as as soon as shows start happening, I'll be there. You know, I'll I'll be on the the front row at some of these big shows. Um, it's yeah, it's just a case of getting round to it. But hopefully, um, it will be this year, and we can we can get out and, and play some shows because I'm absolutely dying to do it. I mean, obviously, it's difficult. But have you got any provisional dates lined up for the rest of the year and looking into next year? It's crazy, isn't it? You having to look into 2022. Have you got anything lined up yet? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you would have never thought at the start of this last year that we'd be looking at 2022 for maybe our first shows. But um, we we have we have in this year we've got Hard Rock Hell that we're playing in uh, in Great Yarmouth. That's in November, and then early next year, January and Feb, we are out on the road with Stone Broken uh, across the UK, which looking forward to. Um, and then a couple of dates with Red uh, in uh, that'd be March. So yeah, a couple of things. A, you know, a, a good tour, sort of early next year, and um, yeah, who knows? Hopefully, we might be able to get some more in this year, um, all being well. But uh, up to now, yeah, we've, we've just got the Hard Rock Hell Festival and and the tour early next year with Stone Broken and and Red. Yeah, that's what we've got up to now. Brilliant. Let's try and forget about COVID for a minute. Wish we could fucking forget about it totally <laughs> forever. But can you tell me then what has been the most memorable gig you've performed at? Before, obviously, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, um, yeah, it's fair because obviously I've got I've got none to tell you for the for the fallen state. But um, I think one of the most memorable was one of the last one of the last few shows we played. We we played a festival in Sheffield um, alongside Skid Row, and uh, yeah, that was a really good festival because we was relatively unknown. We'd only been going for. I don't think it had been a year at that point. It wasn't. No, we'd only been going for maybe about nine months, and uh, we we played that festival to. We played on the second stage, but the room was as many as what was in the main room. There was it was packed maybe four hundred people, which for for us was at the time the, the biggest show we'd played, and um, we already had people singing our songs back to us and and joining in and, and going crazy. And it's like that that felt like we'd we'd sort of arrived as as the band. Then we was like, wow, this is. Which is really cool and great reception. We sold out of our t-shirts straight away after we came off stage, and yeah, it was um, that was really good. And we've done some others. I mean, I've, with a previous band, I played at I actually played at Donington Park, but it wasn't Download. Um, it was September Fest at Donington Park. So I was like, yeah, that's great. It was a bit of a mashup of uh, a bit of a mashup of uh, artists. I think on the same weekend we played we played on the same day as Razorlight and Reef. Um, but across the weekend there was S Club and uh, uh, who else was it? Cheeky Girls, I think. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, there was a bit of a crazy one, and yeah, not as many people there as we thought because it was this big festival set up for set up for maybe twenty thousand people. So we were absolutely buzzing about it, and then I think we might have been closer to twenty than twenty thousand. But uh, really? yeah, still still got to play at Donington anyway, so <laughs> that stands out yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> So can you remember what first inspired you to be a musician and can you remember your first ever performance? I can really well, yeah. Um, I think what inspired me, I always I always liked softer rock because a lot of my friends at school uh, were into uh, 
you know, MCs and uh, you know, end dubs or that kind of that kind of rubbish. So I was surrounded with that, and then um, and then I I sort of I kind of veered off in my own little direction, and I like I like bands like Nickelback, Three Doors Down, and and that sort of thing. And um, I went to my first show, which was uh, in Sheffield. It was two thousand and nine. It was Nickelback on the Dark Horse tour, and the support was Blackstone Cherry. Um, and yeah, it was from that night after after seeing that I was like, I'm going to commit the rest of my life to doing that. I I, I just it's just one of those things where it just it just grabbed me and, and I was like, cool. So got a guitar and started playing. It just started playing to death, and um, that was yeah, that was it. That was that's what really got me going um, after going to that show. And then my first my first performance was possibly um, about a year, two years after that, I think. Um, I just picked up what I could do really on within two years of playing guitar. Put a band together as soon as I could play songs, and um, we played a gig which was a at a youth club uh, behind my old house. Um, and it's crazy because I was thinking about it the other day. Actually, we 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 possibly brought about a hundred people to it. And that, I've had bands previous where we've not been able to do that. And it's like, how did we do it the first time around when we know nothing about it? <laughs> and then, you know, you play some local gig sometimes and you get like 40 people. And it's like, how did we do it when we was rubbish and knew nothing about it? And then you get to a stage where you, you're doing well and you're better at what you do. And then <laughs> you're not pulling the same numbers. It's really weird. But, um, but yeah, that was my first show. And we played every single song I knew how to play, which was about 12 songs, um, which was a mix of... It was all, all covers. I don't think we had any originals at that point. It was just, um, we did like Enter Sandman, Highway to Hell, you know, the classics. And uh, I think just because I knew how to play it, I think I, think I played Wonderwall as well. <laughs> did you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I must say, like, it's refreshing to hear a musician admit to liking Nickelback because many don't. I like Nickelback. I don't think there's anything wrong with Nickelback, so it's good Not to hear, man. <laughs> yeah, it's got. They get a bad rap, and I, I think they they're um, a very, very good band. And I think, I think a part of it is that a lot of people jump on the Nickelback train just because everyone says it, and never really given them the time of day to listen to them. Whereas I think, I think they're a great band. You know, like I think, I think they're brilliant. And the, the show, like especially when I, I've seen them a couple of times, and the first time I went, my first ever show was the Dark Horse tour, and the production was just ridiculous. It was massive. It was such a good show, and. It's heavy as well, you know. They play they play some heavy yeah. songs, but yeah, they they, yeah. they, they get they get a bad rap. But I, I yeah, I, I don't have it when anyone says you know slates nickel back. I'm yeah, I'm not having that. <laughs> Absolutely, mate. Can agree more with you on that. Okay, then <laughs> next one. If you could steal credit for any song, which one would you change? Ooh, that's tough. Um, wow, what'd you do? I think it's got to be possibly. Uh, maybe Enter Sandman or uh, oh, let me think I don't know it's just some of those songs I mean obviously you'd love to claim Bohemian Rhapsody wouldn't you like yeah. <laughs> you know there's, there's, so, there's so many that are just like songs that you can't imagine never existed you know like at, at a time I think yeah Bohemian Rhapsody yeah, why not what, what an amazing song yeah absolutely I'll give that Brilliant. I want to go back to the album. The artwork for River is really eye-catching. Can we expect similar with the actual album artwork when it gets released? And are you hoping to release it on vinyl as well as, uh, I nearly said digital, for fuck's sake, as well as uh, CD? <laughs> uh, yeah, we're, um, we're so pleased with how the artwork has come out for both Knives and River. We've used the same artist and 
we've also used the same artist for the album as well so we've got the same guy doing the lot um so i'm so happy with how they've come out so far and you know i've seen the what we're going to use for the album artwork now as well and it's incredible he's such a such a good artist and he, he managed to to put together a piece of art that really does sort of collate and and sort of respond to the music and stuff so yeah we're really proud of it and yeah i can't wait for everyone to see it but uh yeah we hopefully uh yeah we will be doing vinyl and cds and and all that kind of thing purely because i want a vinyl record of it myself because the artwork on that will look brilliant on a, on a big uh on a big record so uh but yeah all being all being well we will we'll have uh yeah all of everything Maybe I'll even try and get them to do some cassettes because they're coming back a little bit as well. Yeah, it's a bit weird that. Yeah, I can't get my head around that, but still. Yeah, they are. Um, <laughs> who do you think has influenced rock and metal more than anyone else? Oh, rock it well. Um, there's, there's certain go-tos in there. You know, the, you've got your, your, your Metallica, Guns N' Roses, ACDC, Zeppelin. It's hard to say because there's so many now. There's so many subgenres, isn't there? So, you know, you've got people that are in, inspired by by Black Sabbath, maybe, or yeah, it's it's a strange one. I think I think who's done a lot for for rock music is possibly Metallica in the way that if you look at how they've changed through the years and they're still one of the biggest bands in the world. How they went started with thrash and then they went through an era. I mean, they survived the Saint Anger thing and. Um, and then the back to doing some thrash, but then the Black Album is basically a, a rock anthem album. Yeah. Um, I think I think you can take a lot of inspiration from saying you know bands can change and survive, and a lot you know a lot of bands didn't make it through the nineties, did they? Because of the the whole change with grunge and things like that. But I think yeah, I think they're they're as much a band that that you can take a lot of respect from 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 changing and sticking by it. You know, some people maybe call it selling out, but I don't I don't think it is. I don't really believe that's a, a thing anyway. Um, but and then and then on the flip side of it, you have got ACDC who basically made the same record for fifty years, almost, yeah. but but stuck by it and, and owned it as well because no one does it like ACDC, and I love ACDC. But um, yeah, I think I think for from an artistic point of view, look, uh, I think you can look at Metallica and think you know what you can probably survive anything as long as you you're strong-willed and you you believe in what you're doing. I think uh, yeah, definitely. Brilliant. Can you complete this sentence? Everybody needs the fallen state in their lives because because we will rock your world. <laughs> Love it. Okay. Can you give me four words to describe the fallen state? Loud, heavy, complicated, <laughs> and uh, awesome. I suppose. Brilliant, man. Okay, it's just a quick fire round, and I'll let you go. So it's either cool. or either. First one, festival or small intimate gig? Oh, no, this is quick vibe, but that's really tough. Uh, festival. Beer or whiskey? Oh, that's tough. Whiskey. Vinyl or digital? Vinyl. Heaven or hell? Hell. Boris Johnson or Kermit the Frog? Kermit, all day long. Absolutely, man. Okay, Jeff, <laughs> thank you so much for your time. Do you have any final words for your fans and our listeners? Uh, yeah, well, yeah. First of all, thank you for, for having me on the show. It's been really it's good and fun. Um, and everyone that's um, that's listening, thank you for the support and um, for downloading the tracks and and uh, sticking sticking with the fallen state and, and making me feel very welcome within the band. So yeah, thank you everybody. And um, yeah, more to come. So 
keep uh, keep around on our Instagram and Facebook and our socials and YouTube and yeah, more to come. Hey right, guys, this is Adam from the Fallen State, and you're listening to the Metal Gods Meltdown. Solitary, I don't see you try It breaks me and it 